solve a mystery Running from creepers makes me hungry Set a trap, don't have a heart attack We've got a van full of Scooby snacks Freddy, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy too Here it what's with you Scooby-Doo What's with you Scooby-Doo Oh, why, hello, and welcome back to What's With You, Scooby-Doo. That's right. We're back with another episode. Al Goniker joins me to talk about one of the later early episodes, something that I don't really like cover that often. I don't usually get to, like, uh, I think what they call the third season on iTunes, but what in reality was labeled as the Scooby-Doo show by the time it came out very complicated anyways we don't really talk about it that much uh i would also recommend that if you want to be caught up in the parts of the episode we actually discuss we don't really go through it chronologically this time and we don't really spend a lot of time fleshing out the parts of the episode before we go into the things that they make us think of uh so i would recommend watching this episode uh or just listen to this episode and prepare to not have all the information we go through a lot of fun things though you know we talk about misheard lyrics which is not a common thing that comes up on it on this show uh but something that always tickles and delights me i there was nothing better that i loved than that book uh he's got the whole world in his pants when i was a child very very fun talk about the chronicles of riddick movies for half a second Never thought that that would come up here. Uh, also, which I, I briefly bring up uh, Damn by the, the Gregory Brothers and Damn Drops on YouTube. It's maybe one of my favorite things of all time. D-A-Y-U-M. Check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. It's a guy reviewing Five Guys Burgers, but songified. And it is the most catchy thing ever. This episode ends with a fascinating look at uh, six-pack abs. I learned more about working out than I ever thought that I would, and I hope you enjoyed the discussion. That's about all the disclaimers up top I can think of. As always, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can find us at facebook.com slash what's with you Scooby-Doo. What's with you Scooby-Doo at gmail.com. Twitter at WWY Scooby-Doo. Same on Instagram. That's it, man. Like... Thank you so much for listening. And here we go. To the podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's with you, Scooby-Doo? Today in the Scooby-O, I have Al Gonna Get You Goniker. Nice. I thought you were about to totally butcher my last name. But no. that, that was just like your little, you know, because when you said gonna get you. But you got gonna it. Gonna get you. No, yeah. you, you always get my last name right. Well, it, it took a little bit, though. I had to spell it phonetically uh, yeah, I know, I know. for a couple months. I tell everybody it's it's easy. It looks way more complicated than it sounds. Well, it's got like, you know, there's like the H in it and stuff like that, right? Right. Exactly. Right. That's why it looks more complicated right. than it actually is. And then all you have to say is gone, Nick, Kurt. Exactly. Yeah. Man. We got this. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Thanks for having me here today. Yeah, well, thank you for coming over. Um, typically, we start off with a little history lesson, a little getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you come to our Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo? I saw it as a kid. Yeah. Wait, how did I get here? By, by, by car. Car, car obviously. Cause, all right, because Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo sounded like you, the nickname for your podcast or something. Is that, like, <laughs> is that some sort of name thing? It's not? Okay. No, it's just so a it Meaning, how did I Yeah, when how did you I watch it as a kid? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched too much TV as a kid. Were you, were, uh, like, do you have siblings? Yeah. Well, I have one younger brother who's like eight years younger than I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were watching TV alone. <laughs> I was yeah for a while. I was yeah. I would I would the summer times mainly. Oh, interesting. Summer times. Oh, it was it was bad. It was like all day long, like these marathons of television. <laughs> you an that, indoor kid? That's yeah. I was yeah. I did go yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. Like once my parents got home from work in the summer, I would uh, I would definitely go outside and play with friends. And I, I had a lot of outdoor time. Oh, cool. But yeah. I also in the, during the summers just had way too much. Indoor TV. Well, like, what were your other big things? Was, I mean, did bad. you have like I mean, you know, Scooby Doo? Like cartoons are fun, but I, did you have something that you looked forward to watching, or did you just watch whatever was on? Oh, I watched yeah, pretty much whatever was on. There were these shows. There were these car. There was a lot of cartoons. Um, I mean, of course, you know, the Bugs Bunny and yeah, Looney Tunes yeah, and stuff the like Looney that. Tunes and stuff like that. But uh, there was also these shows that had this, and I can't remember the name of it, but it, it like had this. Like some Peter Pan looking dude, and it wasn't Peter Pan. Like, but it it, it was like his discount Peter Pan, but, and, but he couldn't fly or something. But it was like it, just this cast of characters with conflict and stuff like that. But I can't remember the name of the show. Some kids show that I used to watch a lot of, but I, I had my slots. Like I knew that from eight to nine was this. Yep. And then I ate like six popsicles. And then from <laughs> you know like from like from from nine to ten was this. Then twelve cookies. I love, I love the fact like like one of your friends is outside like, Al, let's play. You pull out your date book, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm booked. <laughs> I have to eat six popsicles in how ten did, minutes. How did how did you know that? Did Kristen <laughs> did Kristen Bradley get in touch with you? Because that's that's what that's so funny because uh, she a few months ago like I randomly started I haven't talked to her in years but because of Facebook you you, know, you run people, into all the you run into people yeah. and stuff and virtually and fa- Facebook is like creepy with that stuff like because it's is anybody talking about this Facebook is crazy it's yeah but it, but it's so it's like I understand knowing that like okay if I emailed somebody it mm. can you know they they're in cahoots with Google and all these like you know companies they they oh the they data start, mining and yeah, all that that yeah. I can understand but Facebook will recommend stuff with people who you may know and you're like I saw that person in a hallway <laughs> once like I have no electronic connection to that person <laughs> how the hell did you know that I saw that person <laughs> But Chris, but you but this, you've read it. You you reconnected with an old friend. Yeah, just uh, you know, she she saw some of my comedy stuff or something like that, and so. Um, but this was somebody that I knew since I was five, like when I moved into the neighborhood. No way. And I remember when I was in my you know TV watching phase, like that is an exact encounter <laughs> that happened where she's trying to get me to come outside and play, and it but it wasn't before four p.m. yet. You know, <laughs> you're like, like my yeah. schedule. I have. <laughs> totally. I have Matlock. I have. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. And she walked away. Uh, you didn't invite her to watch TV. I gotta send her this so that she can listen to it. <laughs> she walked away, just going "fuck you, <laughs> fuck you," and just and like kept giving me the finger. 
And then AOL came out in 95. Sure. And I had kind of given, like, by the time I was 13 and stuff, I just, mail. I had it with, like, the whole staying indoors too much. I was more outdoors and... So you, you know, rebelled against it. yourself. So, exactly. Interesting. And there was one time where I was trying to get her out of the damn house, and she was just on instant messenger all <laughs> goddamn day. She and was making sure her way message was properly right. worded. And she wouldn't leave. And I was just like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> did you ever have a really dope away message? Did you, did you ever write a really good one? You spent a lot of time doing that. Oh, I, <laughs> I had a really inappropriate one that I shouldn't like. I didn't. It was an accident that it popped up on my AIM at work. <laughs> like that was not supposed to happen. So what I, I worked for this web hosting company, and everybody there like would communicate to via instant messenger. We all sat in the same room, <laughs> but you're on the phone with a client or something like that, right? right. Uh, and so. It was right after post-college. My girlfriend of two and a half years had dumped me. Oh, and uh, and so I'm Tale like, is old as time. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm sure you have no experience with something like that. But uh, but uh, so then I'm I'm thinking like like my 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 that first long after a long-term relationship like that first breakup it's like means nothing now like it's been so many years right like it's it's uh, but at the time you're like even though you are you're like yeah okay this is good this is cool it's good that she did this but you're still emotionally having problems yeah and you're just kind of like fuck relationships like i'm just gonna fuck around as much as i can i just remember where this story started and i'm so excited (laughs) and so so i left this so i was remote connected from my work computer, I would remote desktop into my home computer, and I was learning all this new stuff about how you can set it up so that you're, you can uh, remote connect into your Windows server at home and all this shit and like stream music and stuff. But- and so I had my personal AIM username logged in at home. Right. This through was your remote not, desktop. Yeah, through my remote desktop. This is not supposed to happen that when you set it, when you at, like make your away message on your home one, right on a different computer, yeah, that's not you. It's not supposed to pull it through remote desktop and make it your work one, right? So I had this long spiel for some fucking reason. I just decided to do this when I went on my lunch break, and I used to work three to midnight, so lunch was at seven. And I would be like, <laughs> I would, I would sit there, I would typed out this thing where I was like, I was like, yeah, and people want to do this and get into these relationships, and during that time, you know, this chick will probably give you a bunch of fucking blowjobs, and th- I don't know what the hell I said. I know the word blowjobs was in there, and I was like, yeah, and then all of a sudden one day she's done with you. <laughs> And that's why I'm away from my computer like, right now. This, it was so bad. I had this immature, early 20s, fuck like women in relationships yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everything, you know, message put up. I get back to work and I didn't, my work I am didn't have any away message on. Like maybe I, uh, like I forgot to put on there, I'm at lunch. Sure. Right. And, but who cares? Everybody knows that. I was, it's all right. in the same room. And I get back to work. I have this long instant message from my boss that says, Al, that is not appropriate. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. No, that wasn't supposed. That to, wasn't supposed to be here. That was supposed to be on Alex Gibson, nineteen eighty two oh nine. Not on, not on Al Goniker host my site. <laughs> that was a disaster. But like you, you ever like you, you get a message like that, or you get an email from your boss, and then you you sit there, and immediately like this rush of heat comes through your body, and it feels like all of your pores are about to sweat simultaneously and yep. you're like fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no i know that exact feeling <laughs> yeah i've been laid off twice <laughs> mm-hmm. yep 
We know that feeling. All right. So uh, we decided to go old school today. Uh, we're going to watch uh, from season three, which... Right. Because I'm a little too afraid of like any sort of new Scooby-Doo thing. Like I'm afraid sure. like it'll spoil it when, you know... Right in the middle of like they're trying to figure something out, and then all of them pull out their iPhones or something like that. Like I don't know what to expect with these new, with these new shows. Like that takes away from it, you know. Well, that's also, I mean, that's like the classic thing of like, oh, well, you watch old stuff, older stuff, and it's like this could have all been solved with a cell phone. Exactly. <laughs> all they Sykes, had to do was call somebody. It's like just text him <laughs> yeah, right. or just look it up. Just be like, oh, well, what's happening with? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be watching from season three, uh, the diet. Diabolical Disc Demon. I'm very excited about that. That's cool. Maybe because I'm I'm in a studio with so much sound equipment right now, that's why I figured that would be a good episode. But yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get into it. Let's do this. Booby, Shaggy, what is it? (laughs) It's the phone. He was after the music. I don't get it. What's so important about this song? I'll bet it has something to do with all the strange things that have been happening lately. All I can say is, like, don't open that door. <laughs> you will never get away from me. Open the door, Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Nick, I just want to say, you, you mentioned how we're watching Scooby-Doo so that it creates a common ground. And I just want to let you know. I really feel like I got to know you. <laughs> <laughs> you really get to know somebody watching Scooby-Doo. With I them. know the ins and outs. <laughs> I, I know how many dumb comments you will make during a half-hour cartoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, it was. It's a. It's funny because I haven't watched a lot of like this beginning later era. Like I've watched a lot of the first couple seasons, which are the classic ones, like the spooky space kook and all those kinds of things. And the mm-hmm. animation in those is really. It's basically just paper dolls moving over a background. It's very limited. And this one, mm-hmm. the budget's amped, but somebody's not doing their job because like everything's. Uh, size changes every 30 seconds. Like at one point, oh, Scooby yeah. is like bigger than everybody, and then all of a sudden he's like fitting on a record player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh they, they, I mean, spe- suspension of disbelief with children. <laughs> People's hands uh, change sizes. P- the pianos turn yeah. into rubber. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, the rubber piano thing, like, I, there was that element. In those days of like everything in a universe kind of molds to whatever you need it to do at that point in time. Like cartoons, uh, that's a common thing. But do you, you made the comment while we were watching, like, oh, that really fucked us up as kids. We thought the pianos were rubber. It had to, that has to do some damage. With a, I mean, I'm saying that now with an adult perspective, <laughs> but there's all these types of things that I didn't even notice was weird. When I was a kid, but they just got inside a piano. I mean, have you ever tried to move a piano? <laughs> They're very heavy and full of stuff. Like, There's no empty space in there. They, those, the writers, they really push the limits of your mind with that, you know, like they just get, well, the other thing too is the, the other suspension of disbelief is that in cartoons, like 
the characters can always just pull out objects out of the from behind them. Oh, the, the, and they just have it all. Giant of a hammer or right. something like that. Yeah, and they just have this like unlimited pocket, <laughs> unlimited sized and bottomless pit pocket. Someday we will have those. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> right now headphones and a phone and keys are just too much. I just I can I, I don't even want that in my pockets anymore. They, <laughs> they yeah, they'll they like they'll. Uh, They'll use, uh, like, what is that, nanotechnology? Yeah. To be able to build something on the fly. Boom. 3D printing. I w- See, I, yeah, I don't, I'm afraid of that. Because I'm afraid of, like, something being transmitted to me over, uh, like, a stream of atoms and then having it built and then you open up some chamber, but then it's like... It's like mixed with a fly, like like in like in the fly. Uh, the fly <laughs> like, yeah. like in, there's gonna be some weird thing where like it hybridizes. Yeah, half hey, of, uh, it's like if it's like half of Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is, is in there. <laughs> half Hershey bar, half centipede. Right. No, my Hershey bar. Right. <laughs> Did you? I'm trying to think if there was. I mean, you know, I I didn't necessarily think that pianos were rubber, but I. I'm pretty sure as a kid there were those things where it was like, oh, that has to be part of the real world in some way outside of like, you know, like Santa Claus or something like that. Because uh, that's an easy one to explain away. But like, I'm right. wondering, oh, but probably parachutes was a big thing that I didn't understand as a kid. I felt like I could just uh, get a bed sheet and jump off a roof. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised I didn't do that. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I almost made it a couple times. <laughs> I th- I think there's a uh, I think th- no matter what how much TV suspends our disbelief there's always that little tiny survival thing that you always have <laughs> where like even if you consciously convince yourself that yeah actually I could do this with this parachute I, I could do this with this makeshift you get a parachute. little bit scared as you get like, to, mm-hmm. as you get to the window you're like ah I don't I don't think this is how physics works anymore yeah, I don't think this is gonna work like. <laughs> Like, well, that was the thing with them trying to get into that goddamn window and, you know, all the various methods that they tried. And it was like, <laughs> and that window kept changing height because I swear to God, at one point it was like six feet off the ground and it was like, you can get into that window. It's not right. that hard. But they're like on trash cans. They're doing acrobatics. I love how after all that, he still didn't get in the window. <laughs> That was great. That was sort of a redeeming quality of all the fake stuff that is. <laughs> he bounces off this. He flings on the bar. He goes over to the <laughs> yeah. the, the uh, shop awning. Hits the wall, and then his uh, his claws scratch down. And the amount of just big dumb faced camera takes he would do, where he just looks at the he just looks right at the audience and goes. Ah. I was wondering if Scooby Doo would ever show his teeth or something like that, and at the end he actually did. He's got a real smiley yeah. kind of way. It reminds around. me too much of my old dog that I used to have. That like, do you have a smiley dog? He was he was always pleasant. He wasn't smiley. He was yeah. always pleasant. And the only time that I would ever see him show his teeth was when uh, if he got into a fight with another dog at the dog park or something. And he would snarl. And it was weird. Yeah, like all of a sudden they, they like they look just like us when we're pissed. <laughs> like every animal looks the same. Isn't that the isn't that the theory behind uh, the Tim Roth show, Lie to Me? Isn't that the whole thing? Because yes. like yeah, the yeah, facial, yeah. there's like primitive facial responses. Yeah, they're to involuntary. different emotions. Yeah. that's why I always tell the truth. It's just the they say it's the easiest thing to remember. <laughs> like it's so much easier when your life can just be an open book, even if the truth is 
No, I don't want to tell you that. <laughs> you oh, know? sure. Hey, whatever. Yeah. You you still won't have those lie detector facial things. You could just be like, yeah, actually, that's confidential. I'm not telling you. And that's <laughs> you're not lying. Perfect. You're saying like the, the, you know because then in that scenario, somebody says like, hmm, a deception expert would be a de- deception expert would be like, you're hiding something, and you yeah yeah I, I am. am. Not gonna tell it to you. I, I am hiding something. Unless you torture me, I'm not gonna fucking tell you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm hiding something from you. That well, was a that was like one of those things. I feel like in school or something, they they would try and use these like weird morality tests where it'd be like, well, you should never lie, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, well, what if someone asks you over for dinner and you don't like the dinner, but you don't want to hurt their feelings, and the teacher would be like caught in a bind because you know that that teacher would lie about that food, right? But n- and now they have to be this like moral majority yeah. for moral authority for you, and so they'd be like, well, there are nicer ways of saying, well, it just wasn't my style, or oh, I'm sorry, I must be off tonight oh. or something, and it was just like, yeah, come on, come on, Mrs. Stevenson. And you would just be like, it was great, thanks. Oh, totally. <laughs> Mrs. Stevenson, 10 years ago, fuck some dude, said she'd call him. And <laughs> that whore. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up to class. She's like, we're watching a movie. Damn it, we're out of tapes. Oh, my God. I, I lied last night, kids. Oh, man. About what? Calling it, some guy back. It is weird when you get to that age and you realize that like your teachers are just human beings with pe- with you know who are people. Especially yeah. when you start, when you hit that age where friends of yours are becoming teachers, became teachers, and you're mm. like, oh no, I know so much about, like, I know, like, uh, this dude's balls were hanging out when he was drunk, passed out on the couch one time. Like, I know <laughs> you're you're teaching kids, like, you know, how to add now. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, that is, or like, or uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock on a set on a Friday. I don't know, I don't why, know why I'm, I'm I don't tired. Know why. It's the cold. It does something. That must be it. I did stay up late last night, ish. I think. I don't know. I didn't. I'm just old. <laughs> You're young. <laughs> <laughs> so much ahead of me. I've got so Wait, much. How old life. are you? Thirty. Thirty-one. Okay, you are younger than me. Okay. Yeah. I thought for a second you like I, I would just you was gonna be wrong. I'm 45. <laughs> yeah, like like you say like I say yeah no you're young and then you're like you're like no I'm I'm 38 and I'm thinking oh damn okay I was wrong. At what point do you? Because I feel like 27 was the age where I start where things started breaking down, where I was just like oh no. Like, cause when you're whatever twelve, you're like getting older. Awesome! I have bigger feet now. Woohoo! Everything's Correct, great. Correct, right, right. But like twenty-seven was the age where it was like, oh no, things are hurting. I'm never fully slept. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't think it was twenty. I think that like the whole thing with not getting enough sleep or like just n- not. It's not that I'm not getting enough sleep. Just never. Feel. Just it's never enough. Yeah. Like or or rather, uh, I find that. Even if I could have the same amount of sleep and sleep from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m., but I'll still be tired just because I'm waking up at 5 a.m. Mm. But if I slept the same amount of time but woke up at 10, you're fine. Uh, I'm fine. Like I just get out. Like I'm just lazy, 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 and then get out of bed when I'm tired of being lazy. Mm. Then I'm very well rested with the same amount of hours. Interesting. But that didn't start. Ha- that actually started happening more recently. The thing with you know things starting to not work on my body and stuff. <laughs> that was I would say that was after I was thirty. But yeah, definitely during like in in my late twenties, I felt a little bit of that. Yeah. Like certain, 
Like I, I was at the chiropractor the other day, and they they do the tri- they do the they do the trigger point stuff for for your muscles. Like, okay, like they they take this like metal rod and they jam. It's not it's not like the same thing as what a masseuse does. It's like they are actually jamming sh- like the thing into the muscle so that it slightly damages the muscle a little bit and it causes some healing blood to come there. It repeats the healing cycle. You can't do that every day, and so sure. he was doing that. But and I, I'm telling him like I don't remember like tight trapezius muscles being an issue when I was 21. <laughs> like, that that wasn't even on my radar. Like, when I was 21, it was, when I was 22. Hey, how's your, trape- how's your trapezius, like, bro? Uh, how you doing today? Oh, my trapezius is a little tight. That was never on your radar when you were, uh, when you were in your early 20s. When you were in your early 20s, it was like, gotta go to work. Hey, happy hour later? Yeah, I just gotta hit the gym first. <laughs> then you go, you fucking kill it hard at the gym. You know. Well, I mean, I never did that, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you were never the gym person. Yeah, no, I would, I would but it would just be like work exercise you know go try to get laid you know go uh eat a sandwich have some fries get whatever hammered, like, show up to work completely hungover be be yeah yeah show up to work completely hungover <laughs> and throughout all of that not once did my trapezius come into question <laughs> not once in there in the early 20s is there like you know yeah i got that chiropractor appointment later oh yeah, guys uh, i should really take it easy i have to go to the chiropractor tomorrow <laughs> I did. I uh, I did go out drinking one night before I had to get a root canal the next morning. <laughs> that was that was ill advised. Oh yeah. And so, what does that do to you? Like, what is it? Root canal? They basically just. I mean, I, I know what they do, but yeah. I'm just saying, how does that screw up the root canal? Uh, it thins your blood. <laughs> So you have like thinner blood. Oh no! So as soon as they get in there, you're bleeding like a nut. Uh, I don't know. It it seemed fine. It seemed to work out. But the here was the biggest issue of that. It was (laughs) the uh, endodontist that I had was a very conservative um, Mormon man, and this was the day the day I had the (laughs) root canal was the day after Barack Obama beat Mitt Romney. (laughs) So this dude's operating on my mouth while being like, I just don't understand this country anymore. It's <laughs> oh, like, are you kidding you're me? You're like, right can now? you focus? <laughs> you fuckface. You're like jamming needles and shit in my fucking tooth. At one point, this is a direct quote. At one point, his phone went off and it was his accountant. And he gets on the phone. I have like, you know, my mouth spread open with the cheek spreaders and all that kind of stuff. He gets on the phone and he says, no, 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 no. Move all the accounts. Move all the accounts. And I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. You're, you're over on the, the operate, whatever, the, the operating, the reclining chair. And you're like, oh, go, go. Can we focus here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Like, this is going to be an eight hour root canal that you're doing on me. Like, I don't have all day. Uh, one thing about this episode that was totally. It, so, the. The premise of the episode is that they are going to visit their friend who's a recording artist. All the names also were like, it sounded like aliens trying to have real person names. You know how like Ford Prefect and, uh, 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 my God, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's like a no, car no, name. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Or read the book. No, I read the book. So he thinks that cars are people, so he takes a car name because he's an alien. So his name is Ford Prefect, which like kind of sounds like a real name. <laughs> 
It could like be. Every, that could be a real person's name. Yeah. Right. But everybody in this was like Ace Decade. It was like, whose last name is Decade? Right. That's interesting. Now, they had to figure out a way to make it only be within the musical notes. Right. Because I guess musical notes go from A to G. Yep. You got it. And there's no H. Yeah, right. There's no H note. Right. So, right. So, <laughs> so you have. It's, yeah. been a, it's been a while since I've done any music. In a while. Uh, it's been a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. But they had okay. quickly ripping off comedy bang bang, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, so you just have six letters, right, to choose from. Okay, right. So then, yeah, like they. So they had to figure out a way to get it. They had to get a name. You know, like A through G, you could be uh, uh, Aggie. Yeah, cicada. <laughs> That's not CAD. <laughs> AutoCAD. CAD. Uh, CAD gag. CAD gag. Okay, maybe Ace was, Ace was a good one. Decade. Nah, Ace Decade. Yeah. Ace Decade. And then their friend's name, Jimmy Lewis. That feels like, that just feels like one of those, like, it seems like a real name, but I'm totally not convinced you know what I'm saying? You know what's tough about you know why? Because it's a well, but also remember musicians, a lot of musicians and music people, they have uh, they have double first names for their names. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, that yeah. was something that was something oddly my high school Spanish teacher, Senor Corradetti, he told us that for some reason. He played a lot of music and stuff in class, like on CDs. Mm. And he would and he was just like, he goes, Yeah, you guys you ever notice like Ricky Martin? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh George Michaels, Jorge Miguel, like there's a lot of these. <laughs> Please tell me he called him Jorge Miguel. I think so. I think he called him Jorge Miguel. And it, George Michael somewhere was just like, my name was said in a cooler way. <laughs> right. Well, he probably went by that. Jorge Miguel. Wasn't he, wasn't he uh, Hispanic? Was he George Michaels? I don't think so. Fuck, he was not. in Wham, I believe, correct? The whole Last thing. Christmas, I gave you my heart. That band. Maybe. Oh. I think he was very white. I could be very wrong. I mean, you could. he could be very white and very Spanish. That's true. There's a lot yeah. of Castilians. A lot of... Uh, Castilian? Yeah. <laughs> Castellano people. A lot of, lot of Spaniards. Spaniards? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do you speak Spanish by nope. any chance? No yeah, way. but that... that uh, oh, it's great. Like, when whenever, whenever I watch any movie that is in... That's in Castilian Spanish. Yeah. And like, I just see so many of, like, you know, no podemos hacer. Esto es, es, es la, pero la cosa es que tenemos que, tenemos que ir mañana. Pero como, como, and it's like dudes who look like all fucking hard. Like, like in the movies, they'll be like, you know, having like black clothes, like ready to freaking rob a bank or something like that. And it'll be like, Jacked and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they just like they're like asking you like, yo, you got you got the guns or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah. And then like you know, but the dude turns around, he's like, tío, tengo tres pistolas. Aquí. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit properly. I'm like, that doesn't sound badass. <laughs> Dame mi teléfono, por favor. <laughs> Uh, they just dub everything in German to make it sound more hardcore. Right, exactly, right. Ich bin lieber! Right, and then, and then, yeah, and then when you go, you know, there's uh, these poor languages, they can't help but the way they sound, yeah. and so then you watch a German movie, and there'll be like a four-year-old girl in there, and she'll just, she'll just be like, Dieses in 
meine Schuhe. Ach, den Burschen. Uh, the one that the th one thing that cracked me up. I was on a plane years ago, uh, crossing the pond, and it, <laughs> it was the uh, German airline Lufthansa. Yeah, and they're doing the beginning spiel thing. And it goes, it's going through all these languages. So it's like, welcome to Lufthansa. Bienvenue à Lufthansa. Bienvenido à Lufthansa. Willkommen à Lufthansa. And I was just like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I was like, why that guy? You're like, shit, Hitler's taking over again. <laughs> like, why, why is the one dude in this? Like, willkommen. Willkommen, yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're all females. And then <laughs> there's just, just like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, it was great. The uh, but oh yeah, so the, all the names were left. But then the the bad guy is this uh, phantom, which I don't get the term phantom anymore. I think phantom just re refers to dude who's try, or trying it to mess things me up. A phantom of the opera, yeah, like the, that guy with the half face. But he doesn't like. What is a phantom? I don't know what a phantom. Yeah, is. what's the difference between a ghost and a phantom? Ghoul, now, ghost, phantom. Now right. the word, like the Spanish word for ghost, mm -hmm. is fantasma. Okay. So like, are they the same thing? You know, the Latin root somehow. I don't know, but phantoms generally yeah. seem to, if they're not dead, uh, they generally seem to be able to touch things. Like a ghost passes oh. through walls. I don't know. I, I don't know if a this is true. A ghost can pass through walls, but a phantom seems to like always appear and disappear. Yeah, and can like lift shit up. Yeah. You and I are figuring out like really important things to Google. Wikipedia, like, baby. Yeah. We're writing Wikipedia as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust Wikipedia. <coughs> That's my favorite NWA song. Can't trust Wikipedia. <laughs> Some of the stuff is true, but I heard that people can just write shit on there. Yeah, anybody you know, can edit it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what somebody told me. Anybody can edit it. Which, in theory, statistically, if you have a broad enough base of people contributing to it, then statistically that should weed out the lies. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because there's so much information or so many people contributing to the information that, yes, there will be some stuff that's apocryphal, but that will get weeded out by the amount of people who are editing. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. that theory works, but yeah, I think it's like a math thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this phantom is dressed like a member of KISS. Right. Which, I don't, there's one band that did that. I, I, I brought this up while we were watching it, but there's one band that did clown makeup in the 70s and played rock music, and it was Kiss, and somehow so, they became the poster child for rock music. Right. Well, and and also, I mean, definitely whoever drew that episode is a Kiss fan. They've got to be. <laughs> They've got to be, because like, it's not like a ton of bands looked like that yet, you know? Like you said, one band. Well, and it's like, it seem, it's, you know, all of this stuff with like, oh, play the record backwards and it says, you know, teenagers hail yeah. Satan and shit like that. It was like always like, oh, it's the dudes in makeup who are, are wearing high heel boots who are saying, God gave rock and roll. You know, it's just like, right. I don't like. How now, wait, did they say anything about because the only thing, the, the backwards thing, uh, play the song backwards mm. uh, and they'll talk, they'll have devilish lyrics. The Led Zeppelin was the only one. Stairway to Heaven. Oh, is that the play. one that you heard? That's the one that I've heard where yeah. you play it backwards. Now, the thing is, though. Were there any other bands? Did they say that about Kiss? Did people say that? I think that I think at some point, I think it was in the zeitgeist. This whole idea of playing records backwards and you could hear stuff. And I think 
frightened parents across America could sort of paste that onto whatever band they were trying to get their kid not to listen to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, because like with, with Stairway to Heaven. Hairway when to they, Steven. <laughs> Hairway to Steven. They, uh, they, I've never heard it said like that before. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, uh, there's a YouTube video with it played backwards and there's subtitles. And I, as I'm watching them, I'm like, okay, I can hear that. Like, meh, 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 my sweet Satan, blah, 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 my sweet Satan, blah, blah, and this. Hmm. And uh, I can hear that. And then I think, like, Wait, but if I wasn't reading these subtitles right you now, wouldn't be able to hear I wouldn't it. hear any of this shit. Yeah. Like there's like this could be just a, a brain trick. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I think that they are just sounds and then you can attribute words to them and right. you know, I mean I I think that's kind of like uh you know, if you it's looking at clouds right. and being like that cloud looks like a bunny. Well, no, it looks like a cloud, but now right. that you say that it looks like a bunny and that's in my head, it looks like a bunny. Because I bet you if I heard that and you turned the subtitles off, I wouldn't be hearing like Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet Satan, instead of be like, I like my milkshake. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like I might hear it totally differently if you didn't feed me those subtitles. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, the one that I always enjoy is uh, Van Halen. Uh, everybody wants some. I want some too. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, I took a moo ladder looking for a moop D. And it's just like, what did you just say? <laughs> Is a moo I've never heard that song. I never, I never listened to Van. I, I never listened to uh, Van Halen, but like, yeah. So that's the that's the. I took a moo moo ladder. ladder. Jamie Lee Roth. You ever, what the are, hell you doing? When, when you when you were like a kid or a teenager, right? And, sure. and you got more into noticing stuff in pop culture and stuff. Did you did you ever like? Yeah, do you ever have that moment where you realize like you didn't know the lyrics to the song, but it turned out nobody else did either? Yeah, and you you thought you were the only one yeah. for the longest time. Like uh, TLC's uh, "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." Sure, right? And I remember for a while I was like, I would be like, "Who the hell's Jason Waterfalls?" <laughs> and like, <laughs> and and so and then there was this, there was there was like this girl at school who was like a huge TLC fan mm. and I remember she then all of a sudden said she I'd never said anything to her about this and I I never really associated with her or talked to her and I was just waiting for the bus or something like one time or I was waiting for my ride in uh, after middle school and she's chatting over with her friends and I overhear them and she's like yeah like I heard like they say in there, like I thought they were saying Jason Waterfalls because I was like, "Don't go, Jason." And then yeah, they said, don't Jason. want Jason Waterfalls to leave. Like, don't go, J- or, or do- let him leave. Don't go, Jason Waterfalls. No, you're right. No, don't go, Jason Waterfalls. Right. I was still, I was still thinking it with the, don't go, Jason, chasing Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> then that would mean that let him leave. <laughs> Fuck Jason Waterfalls. He cheated on me with my sister. And uh Look, I don't want no scrubs. And- <laughs> uh when did you get into music? What kind of music are you into? Me? Well, uh, I do I'm I'm like an ear candy person. If I if I hear it and I like the sound of it. So you like pop music? Yeah, yeah, pop okay. pop music. But then also, see, okay, here's this weird thing that my girlfriend can attest to that I do. That, Fun. That she finds that is it, it, it interesting. Did you wash your hands after you did it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, because <laughs> yeah, yes. And what that was was uh, uh, while eating dinner. <laughs> okay. I uh, I like to listen to like Mozart. Oh, I, like, I don't I'll think that's that weird, but that's n- fine. Yeah, well, yeah. but it's like it's like because most of the time when it comes to just music, I like to listen to for fun. It it could be anything. I don't care much about bands. Like I'll never go to concerts or anything. Actually, the only concert I would say I would go to is an Eagles concert, just because oh, they're the one band I can think of. There, there's so many damn songs that I know of. Sure. Now after seeing their documentary, like so, I had you know, but usually I, I've like always I'll like back when you had to buy a CD, right? I'd hate. It because F-Y-E. I'd be like I'd be like fuck these CDs like I gotta buy like f- pay fifteen dollars for this thing and there's twenty two bucks. Songs, you remember when CDs you know, were twenty or rather or rather my mom has to pay two dollars <laughs> yeah, for right. these things and you know you're wasting my mom's money because there were two songs on there that I liked you know for seventeen ninety nine not and an then album when Napster guy. came out I was like yes like because I don't give a shit about the band I just yeah. want the song because every other song of theirs sucks it could be anybody it could be a single artist or a band I always felt that there were like one or two really good songs so you and never then, got the rest into of them, like. You never had like a favorite band girl. I never right, exactly. Like wow. I never had a favorite like in fact what I would do is I would like listen to a different song just to try it out and for some reason like one that wasn't like really popular. The hit. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the hit and I would listen to that and I'd be like now you're just making music to make music. Like this, this <laughs> you know what musicians do. Right. Like this is not even good. Like you know like this is not even good. Now you're just fucking singing about shit. Like <laughs> Right, their job, which, which, which is such a weird thing to say about What's a musician. What's up with this fucking fireman? Right. Well, now you just got a hose. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 here one thing. I when it comes coming back to the dinner music thing, one thing I will do is I will. Uh, like I'll, I'll put on not just classical, but like if my girlfriend she loves to cook, and so if she cooks up like some sort of Spanish meal, mm. I'll put on Spanish, Spanish instrumental. Music. Yeah, like because I like I don't like sitting there quietly eating dinner. I like to actually play stuff. So are you queuing up like a Pandora playlist? Or are you YouTube? You're just going to YouTube and you're I typing just go on, in I go Spanish on the music. YouTube and uh, yeah, I just type in Spanish instrumental music and then and some of it, you know, some you I'll click, click on like and I'll the be third like, this one. fucking stupid. And, okay. and there's a lot of them out there that'll be just three hours long. Yeah. So if I don't like the beginning, I can skip to the middle and I know that I, I, I still will have plenty of music uh, to last through my dinner. So yeah, so you're not you never go into YouTube and you're like Mozart's fourth piano sonata. You just go no, into YouTube Mozart and you're like instrumental. Mozart instrumental. Beethoven instrumental. Beethoven has a lot of good. I think um, that that song and actually one song that I actually have like on my phone itself um, is uh, the Moonlight Sonata. Yep, classic. Is that Mozart or Beethoven? Be- Beethoven. That's Beethoven. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that one, yeah. <laughs> of course, though, sometimes when I li- when you listen to the classical stuff, especially while eating steak, I feel like Hannibal Lecter eating a person. <laughs> because, yeah, because of that movie, you know? Like, I was like, I was like, I feel like one of those, like, people trying to be distinguished, but they have this secret secret that they, uh, Fucking eat their friends. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Louis Vuitton. They eat their. Did he eat people? Yeah, definitely. No, I don't know. I thought he just made handbags. <laughs> yep, I think that's what he does. But I, he, he eats. He steak. eats people. Too. He eats steak and listens to classical music. He's right. got it going on. Right. While thinking up ways to put his logo on other handbags. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's me with with music. All right, I'm that's the first that. time I think I've said out loud that uh, that yeah, come on, you're just now making music just to make music, and it does sound kind of stupid because that is that is what they do. I think I understood 
where you were coming from, but it was the way that you said it right. that it tickled me. Like, right. Like, I'm, I'm just like listening to it and I'm like, you know, like, okay, Adele is like a good example, right? Like, so on that one album of hers, I love the, the ro- rolling, yeah, the 21, right? The ro- rolling in the deep and set fire to the rain, I think are on those same albums. Okay. Or maybe those are on different albums. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not intimately familiar with her yeah. discography. And I don't give a shit if they're on different albums. Sure. Either, but the, those She's are, just making music. Yeah. Those are two songs, right? But then I'll listen to this other one and the, like uh, j- just to hear something. And because uh, somebody once told me, like, well, the album is cool because it like the it's like a character going on a journey. Yeah. Right. So a, I said, all right, arc to it. Right. There's an right. And so I, I hit next after set fire to the rain. And I think the next one, it was like this this thing in this piano. And uh, it was just like. And someone like you, or whatever yeah, that, the, that song she has, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is just unnecessary. Because <laughs> because uh, I'm just like because the beat is not as good as "Set Fire to the Rain" or sure. "Rolling in the Deep." And that she was just an example, you know. Well, but but like, interestingly, Adele, enough, if you're listening, I'm not trying to. I'm not dissing. Adele. Not, <laughs> hey, Deli, <laughs> Adele, uh, you know that song, um, uh, "Closing Time." Yeah, Semi Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, written that dude Dan Wilson wrote uh, somebody like you for Adele. Oh, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Fun Sem- fact. That's why Semisonic didn't go anywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did were, is it true that they were a one-hit wonder type of thing? I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I th- I think they had two hits. Right. One of them was in Europe. Um, but yeah, they didn't really. They didn't really take off, which I think is a tragedy. I am an album guy and a band guy, and mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that that album that Closing Time is on, right. I think that song got overplayed yeah. a lot, and I think it kind of it soured some people on them. But I think that whole album is terrific. Well, and, and also, you know what? Like, the truth is, is... Oh, now the truth if is you're, coming. If you're, if you're a one... Or a realization I just had. Okay. What... If you're a one-hit wonder, who gives a shit? You had one hit. Yeah, I, yeah. You know how many hits I've had? Zero. American so, like, Hi-Fi, flavor of know, the week. Who the hell am I to say, like, you know... Use that as a, as a pejorative term. Right, so, oh, they're only a one-hit wonder. Oh, like, you only me, had one me. hit. Yeah, you only had one hit. I've had zero. So oh, you only you're had... You're already w- doing better than me. You, know? <laughs> you only <laughs> had one major scientific breakthrough. Oh, one right. science breakthrough guy over <laughs> right. here. Yeah, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a musician at all. So oh, like, geez, only went to space once. Here's one space astronaut. Right, I know. Yeah, like you could have walked on the moon a little bit more than that. <laughs> uh, I bet if I was on the moon, I'd be able to jump 12 feet high. Poor Michael Collins never made it out of the spaceship. He's the one dude who went to the That's moon and bullshit. didn't get out of the spaceship. You know what? Yes, this is not the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still so funny. <laughs> he makes it there. The other two dudes are like, "See you later." <laughs> Do you think there was an argument about that? Was there like, like, was he sitting there like, yo, come on, guys. <laughs> like, he was, that's enough. Get back in here so I can get my turn. He's like, he's like we only brought two space suits. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, well, uh, we used all our time up. Sorry, I got to go. Well, that's, we're out of oxygen for this stuff. <laughs> but I wanted to fucking walk on it. I wanted to walk on the moon. <laughs> God, how. He's crying all the way back. I f- now I feel bad. About any any time that I've been uh, dissatisfied with uh, 
like any movie I've gone seen and or a trip I've gone on. Think about how bad he felt when that space shuttle landed and he's, <laughs> he's just like the saddest person in the world. Yo guys, how was it? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Everybody's <laughs> like, how was walking on the moon? Well, flying well, the spaceship was fucking walk. Like, flying the spaceship was pretty cool too, guys. No, no, no. Walking on the moon. We went yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, police didn't write a song called Flying the Spaceship. Then he has to lie to himself and he has to just be like, you know, like, focus on the stuff he did get to do. Like, oh, when we first touched down and I... (laughs) I looked out the window. Mm, I saw the moon close up. I saw it, guys, with my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I was, technically, I walked from one side of the spaceship to the other. I walked on the moon. I had, I had a view to the west. I had a view to the east. You you know uh, the details about the uh, you know like the moon and how its revolutions and how often it turns and I mean not super detailed but I know vague ideas of how it works. So it's crazy how so it takes the same face of the moon is always facing us. Okay, because it dark takes side this, of the moon. Yeah, the same it, the same side is always facing us because the uh, amount of time that it takes to rotate mm-hmm. is a month. Okay, so it's the same amount of time that it takes to go around Earth, mm-hmm. and so when when the side that gets sunny, like the temperature can be like two hundred and fifty degrees because there's no atmosphere to block because there's no atmosphere yeah, to yeah. regulate that, and then the side that's dark can drop as low as like fucking negative one fifty. Sure, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> there's no middle ground anywhere. Yeah, that was the plot of uh, the beginning of the movie uh, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick wasn't anywhere near this planet, though. That's true. That's true. I think that was in a, know, on a fictional planet. You know, yeah, it was on this made-up planet that but they the, landed on. The that. sun thing does happen where it's like when the sun actually shows up, it's gonna, like, burn you alive. So you have to always be on the dark side. No, you know, I... Am I thinking of another movie? You know, okay. You're thinking you're you know what you might be right because I'm thinking of Pitch Black. Yeah, that was yep, that was. But uh, I the I, first I Riddick see, movie, the first Riddick movie. Mm-hmm. I got to see the Chronicles of Riddick. I but, don't know if you have to, but if you like bad movies, which I do, it's a lot of fun. I it's it is it is actually sometimes fun to watch movies that are stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, mindless. I mean, people put work that millions of dollars goes into it for some reason. Like I mean, you know. They like Hollywood. They're rich. I mean, that's fucked. That's got, what they do. They, they've got lots. They've got you know. Oh, this guy over here, he's just making movies. Yeah, they just got like two million, ten million dollars. <laughs> oh well, we lost fifty million on that one. Oh well. Do you just watch the hits? Do I just watch the the, the hit movies? The hit movies? No, no. no I watched Battlefield Earth just to see how horrible it was. So you're more into movies than you are music. Mm. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Well, like as far as uh, knowing the names of bands and stuff like that, like, uh, yeah, like I, as far as you knowing know, the names you of know, people, like, I know, and, do you know yes. directors and stuff too? Uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Some. Okay. Yeah. But more like, um, uh, like movies and actors and stuff like that. Sure. And, and actually I, I like the ones I'm, I've never been at least in, yeah, in my adult life, I've never been more, I've never been really into the movies, which are like, um, like Transformers or like, you know, these big t- action movies, these big, big action movies. Mm-hmm. I like the ones like stuff like A History of Violence. OK. You know, like stuff like that, like things that'll take place. More intellectual movies. Yeah, that'll take. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. and I, I was about to say things that take place in a small town, but that's not that's not really that's not really <laughs> the accurate. things that are more intimate and more yeah, character. Yeah, driven. they're more okay. like character driven. I love that shit, you know, like. Yeah. 
Like I'm actually getting tired of these these remakes that just keep happening over and over and over again. Like I couldn't. It was uh, it was not too long ago. I think it was just about a few years ago where. Like all of a sudden, I'm in in. I'm, uh, it's rare that I go to a theater to watch stuff anymore. But like all, I was sitting there, and then I I see this preview, and then it's just like Batman begins, and I was like, when is Batman gonna end? <laughs> How many times is Batman gonna begin? Also, his parents died. Like everybody in the world knows this. Yeah. Like, how many times do we need to see Peter Parker get bitten by a spider? <laughs> right. Like I can understand these children's remakes things, like with the Marvel stuff. Like, uh, well, I mean, Batman falls in that category. But I guess they do it because there's new generations. Yeah. Coming out, but it's just kind of the story wise. I'm like, it's so uncreative. Like we yeah, can get past the first ten minutes of the story. We can do it. Right. <laughs> we can. Yeah, we can get a few years down the line, right? Yeah. I do you, I, I like I like watching uh, do you ever watch the CinemaSins channel? I love those guys. Oh, on uh on the YouTube. On YouTube. On the YouTubes. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the internets. I, I think I've seen a couple of videos. Sure. They're yeah. they're awesome. They're yeah. they're and they'll I mean they'll send movies that like they love. Like movies, right. yeah. but like and, and they even they were even asked like, uh, do you think that people should consult with you before writing scripts? Because it seems you get you catch a lot of these logical errors and stuff like that. And their answer, the his, the guy's answer was like the narrator's voice answer. He was uh-huh. like, No, <laughs> they should not. He said nothing will get done. <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, we just watched a dumb cartoon and there were a lot of problems. Problems with it, yeah. like there was, you know, animation errors. There was, you know, plot holes. Right. But like, we had fun watching it. Exactly. That's all that mattered. That's what's it. Yeah. Like, like the fact that you know we could point out like what the like well, everything's exploding, but the room is totally fine. Ooh, plot hole. Eh, who cares? Right. Right, like, and I, but at the same time, I still like what CinemaSins does because sure. they're simply they took advantage of like uh, the I don't remember the na- the the guys who do it what their names are, but the main guy who does it says uh, he's like yo after who was it Ebert or Siskel died Gene S- Siskel the first one or the second one isn't Roper still alive one of the uh, Ebert well there was there was Siskel and Ebert Siskel and Ebert Ebert and Roper Ebert and Roper so Siskel and, was the first one out and then did yeah and did Ebert die. Maybe I think so. Yeah, what, I think. And so. he said after that there was this whole there was this big hole in like the movie review area. Which, that's weird to think of. There were famous dudes because they would watch movies and and give thumbs. Right. That's a career. Right. What? Like that's a career. <laughs> they had a career out of yeah. that. That's that's brilliant. That tells you you lived in a de- you live in a developed country <laughs> when like that's like something that people tune into. You know, like no one's afraid, no one's worried about getting fed. Like they're just <laughs> to but, lions, <laughs> to lions, right, right. But <laughs> but they uh, but they, so then you know they jumped on this and they made this channel and like I th- I think it's pretty awesome what they do and yeah how they, how they catch these logical things and my favorite one is how they attack narration. <laughs> like I was packing up my uh, apartment before I came here and I was uh, watching a movie that is like heavy on narration, like sure. Lord of War. I was watching oh, Lord okay. of War and it's like that's that, the Nick Cage one. Yeah, that yeah. Nick Cage one. Great movie, great subject matter. Um, but it's so heavy on narration. Yeah, right they have after to that. do all the exposition and tell you what's happening. Oh my god, yeah. every single. 
thing. And it's just like, you know, this is Vitaly. He's my brother. This, this, this. And then this is what I'm thinking. And now I'm going to go do this. And it's like, we can see what you're doing. Um, and so and so my favorite one recently was when they did, did uh, The Mummy Returns. Or one of those, The Scorpion yeah, the, King or The Mummy okay, Returns. Right. And like and the opening shot is like the... Uh, the narrator going five thousand years ago, and then the CinemaSins voice goes. Narration was invented for people who couldn't tell you movies through visuals, <laughs> or couldn't tell you stories through visuals. Yeah, but I mean that's like that's a thing of, and, and it's it's fun to hear that they themselves are like, no, I mean people shouldn't write a movie with this crap in mind because then a movie doesn't get written. Nope. I like the idea that it's just like, hey, we're doing a fun thing, like we're we're poking fun at movies. You right. know, I mean like. I don't think Mystery Science Theater 3000 mm-hmm. uh, uh, is a template for, you know, how to make a horror movie. It's just like, hey, movies are fun to watch with friends. Correct. We capitalized on this fun thing to do. Right. So, that, yeah, that's I, I, I like hearing that they're that they're not taking themselves too seriously. Right. It's, it's entertainment, but then it's also... Infotainment. It's... Entert- like people commenting on the entertainment is also like entertainment entertainment and the, there is it's one, inceptiontainment there is one form of entertainment that's that is a guilty pleasure for me and i don't indulge in this all the time and Ooh, dish dish sister and I, and I wash my hands afterwards <laughs> <laughs> no this is and this is bad this is bad and i every time i i do it i think to myself like i cannot believe i'm watching this it's people the reaction videos that people make Oh, like people reacting like to the, the new the Star finale Wars trailer of Walkie or Dead yeah, yeah. or something, right? Like something that I like watching. I don't think and I've then ever I'll, watched I'm like, one I wonder what people's reactions are to this awesome scene that happened. And then I'll and and I even as I'm doing it, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm watching a bunch of people in a living room somewhere on a couch, like jumping up and shouting at you know this. Thing that's what that, those are. And I, that's what those are. It's, I've always it's someone, seen them. Someone but I've will never watch it one. and they'll just film themselves yeah. watching it and and they'll they'll just be like. And people will like get, they'll have like a million hits on their channel, and it's them sitting there just going, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, like, they're just going like, what the fuck? Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the greatest thing is watching like, uh, uh, a black dude reacting to like any horror related shit. Oh, really? Because like, whenever like, there's this one dude, one t- this one teenage kid, and he'll like he'll he has a reaction videos channel, and it's like he he's watching the five creepiest videos found on YouTube. Okay, and he's sitting there, and he's just like. <laughs> What the fuck? Yo, what is wrong with people? Why are you going to put a mask on and, and and walk around your house filming stuff like that? Yo, the cops need to go to his house and arrest him. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, I guess the one thing I've ever really watched that's like that is the dude eating the five guys. Uh, What's that? Oh, it, they they did one of those Songify things, but it's like this dude eating a Five Guys burger. Mm-hmm. He like reviews fast food or something, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> the whole thing is like, you know, like uh, uh, when you bite the fry, the fry bites back, and he's like oh so passionate <laughs> about this burger, and it's just like, all right, man. Back If people are subscribing to that 
And I mean, sometimes I think to myself, like, what are you doing? What am I doing watching a reaction video? And then what am I doing right now? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like, I'm part of this weird ass universe. And then I think like, well, hey, if somebody like I don't subscribe to those channels, but if you if 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 like, you know, thousands of people are subscribing to your channel and you literally Mm -hmm. react to movie trailers and shit uh, and and because of that level of subscription, Google is sending you checks, and you're able to monetize off of that. Well done. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I just hope you're smart enough and save your money. Yeah, <laughs> right. Don't don't blow your money on blow. Uh, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, all those classic stories of the old school wrestlers who like you know their time passed and then oops I have no more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What. How many how many YouTube channels do you subscribe to? Do you know off the top of your head? Like uh, uh, two handfuls, you know, like yeah. ten of them. So not like them, twenty, like but like more than a couple. Right. Interesting. And even okay. with stuff like where, um, like stu- like I was, you know, heavily involved in uh, fitness and six pack abs, and I even like I have a joke about that where I do that. And so you, and so a lot of fitness that. channels. And so there were some some a couple fitness channels that I used to subscribe to, mm-hmm. and then I got out of that where I was like, okay, I mean, basically it's like. You I get it. It's you, a setup. Yeah, you want you want it. You want a six pack uh, exercise, and then you get to a point where you are slightly starving yourself. <laughs> you know, and like it's inevitable. It is inevitable. I don't care. Like either you're starving yourself, or you are sick and tired of like eating. You know, thousands of calories of dry chicken. Interesting. Like, whatever it is, one way or another, it is not a comfortable because lifestyle. You need the opinion. protein to build the muscle. You need the protein to protein also increases your metabolism because it's harder for your body to digest. So sometimes what people like what what bodybuilders and stuff will do or like, you know, even people who aren't like stage bodybuilders, but they just want to be really lean and ripped. Yeah. What they'll do is they'll be like, OK, like uh, instead of like cutting my calories further, I'll just eat eat an extra chicken breast every single night or two extra chicken breasts or something because that, um, It'll speed amount up the metal- because it'll metabolism. rebuild their muscle that right. they're getting from the, that they're burning from the exercise. It'll rebuild that muscle tissue, but then it also at the same time, it's harder for their body to digest that. And so, it, so it'll yeah. burn. Oh, okay. It'll burn, and it keeps you fuller. Protein breaks down slower, so mm-hmm. it's like it keeps you a lot more full and for a longer period of time. So you you don't like you know you can you can have the same amount of calories in a donut. And you're going to be hungry again because it just absorbs in your bloodstream very quickly. Out of it's out of your stomach and breaks down faster because right. it's sugar uh, and simple carbs. And so, like you know, it's it, one way or another. Either you're restricting yourself, either sure. you're restricting yourself in the types of foods you eat or the quantity that you're eating. Right. And I found that like, okay, it's this is insane. Mm. Like living a sane lifestyle where you're not just con- you know uh, this one channel from this guy named Bradley Aiden Johnson. I used to watch him a lot and he was one of those guys that he was obsessed with six pack, right. the six pack thing. And then he actually honestly said, actually, you know, Hey guys, I've kind of done a 180 on this. And he was brutally honest about it where he was like only in developed countries. There was like a severe, like emotional moment. Where he, was he was gone like, from yep. YouTube for 10 months. <laughs> and, but People I, but like, I, I give him, man, I give him credit for just being admitting and saying, well, you know what? Here's how my opinion has changed on this. That's Be- And it, it had to do with, people emailing him and he saw the level of obsession 
attention. The, uh, and people he, wanting to that, have abs uh, like him. And, and he was just like, yeah. And he put up this awesome video called The Western Fallacy of Fat Loss, where hmm. essentially what he talks about is that like, yeah, only in Western, only in the Western world do we pat ourselves on the back because you because you, you exercise and you eat properly. <laughs> yeah, that's not that doesn't make you a wonderful person. Like you literally should just like, be doing that. Yeah, you not pigging out constantly all the fucking time <laughs> and and losing 40 50 pounds and acting like a normal person does not make you a wonderful person or that you've achieved something because there's people millions of people across the planet that are forced not to eat right and nobody walks in there with a little trophy and says hey you got a great six pack because you haven't been fucking eating in like a week so like you know here you go here's a trophy you know yet oh my God. We, we act like it's this and then he saw himself that yo I got He's, clients that people I like I he did it himself and he had clients where he was like I've gotten people to this body that they want right. and behind closed doors they tell me like I fucking hate this like everything is I'm just, miserable like I'm so miserable I look amazing but it doesn't like all these YouTube comments I'm getting don't mean anything to me anymore and I'm just like I'm so hungry I'm so fanish I'm not even good at any sort of sports because I'm so focused on just how I look versus what my body can do Interesting. and it, it's crazy and so like so you know the whole tangent we got on was just because this was a uh, I'm fascinated by that though. That's yeah, it, it, like it's just be, so a lot of these. You know, I'll still have a couple of these subscriptions to mm -hmm. certain you know channels like that. But after after a while, what I found was like I was like, okay, you know, a, a lot of this stuff is just regurgitating the same goddamn information. And, sure. and Brad Bradley and Johnson, he stopped posting any YouTube videos about this stuff. Yeah, and somebody even commented like, hey, you're gonna post any more fitness videos? You keep talking about some other stuff, and he was like, nope. Yeah, done with that. What 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 more am I gonna say? Yeah, like, right. about this. Eat healthy, right? And uh, listen to your body. If six if six yeah. pack abs are really really that important to you, fine. Then figure out what your baseline metabolism is and eat slightly below that, and your body will you know do that for an extremely long period of time for like a few months, and you'll get a six pack. Like it's not this is not fucking rocket science huh. anymore. Interesting. You know? It gets harder towards the end, definitely. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, and but like it's not like there's any new information coming out. That is so weird that like that is a thing now of being like cut. Because if, if you look at, like, fit people in, like, the 60s and 70s yeah. or whatever, like, they're they're fit people, but, they're like, fit, nobody's, right. like, cut. Like, nobody right. nobody in 1960 looks like Daniel Craig. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And even, the, like, in the Schwarzenegger days where they're doing the, you know, I mean, big bodybuilders body, body and stuff, like, it's artificial what they're doing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I knew personally a guy who did that, and I saw, like, the way he shifted his lifestyle when he was on season. Right. Once he was on season, it doesn't mean he was starving himself. And in fact, he was a big dude. He was like, you know, he was, he would go from his off season weight of like 220, 240 <laughs> pounds down to 195. <laughs> and like, he was very muscular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like one, 195 for me, like that's, I'm 195. And I'd like, you know, that's clearly I'm not like a, looking like a bodybuilder, but he had you a look lot. great though. He had, let it be well, said. thank you. He, he had, he had a lot, a lot of muscle and like he would, the, the the way he would shred and stuff as he got closer to the competition, you start doing things which are a lifestyle that you're not going to live permanently. Well, because that's, I mean, you know, it's the same thing with like, uh, uh, I'm sure swimmers and stuff, you know, that, that when it's on season, yeah, they're, they're, they're treating themselves like a swimmer. And then when it's exactly. off season, they're treating themselves like a person. Right. Right. I doubt that Michael Phelps is eating those, like whatever it was, like 27 chicken nugget meals uh, well, when yeah, he's not he, swimming. He has a, a, like some sort of genetic problem though. He has a meta metabolic problem. Oh really? Yeah, where he's like he, way bigger. Well, I, I heard that he has, um, he's got to get all 
all that energy to those arms, which are like 45 feet long. Well, but also Olympic swimmers were saying that it's unfair for him to compete because he has this condition where like if, you know, for what the level of exercise would have to be done for a professional swimmer to be tired and ready to go to sleep. Yeah. He's, he's able to continue swimming 50 laps. No way. He has this insane amount of energy that, I mean, and his growing up, his parents didn't know what to do with him. Like, uh, yeah. Know, this is all what I heard. Like that, that's that interesting. It, yeah. So it was like, that's why he can eat 12,000 calories Also, a day. like screw him for having like a condition that like just gives him more energy. Right. Like what the hell? Yeah. Like, Oh, I have a condition. What a is lot it? More I can energy. see really well. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. What right. the hell? I can fly. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Oh man. I got this uh, uh, genetic condition. What is it? I, I don't can, have to pay for air travel. <laughs> yeah, I can jump 26 feet. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, well, right on, dude. Um, well, uh, <laughs> we have one segment on the show. We are star stuff at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, once said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it propagated skepticism and the scientific method. Oh, yeah, true. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? The say, does it have the scientific method? Well, let's see. So a scientific method is like they had their theory, they had their hypothesis or something, mm-hmm. and then they investigated, Yeah, and then they, and then they found out who it was. I don't know if they did any of that though. I mean, Shaggy and Scooby are just high the entire time because they're always hungry. They re- the only thing that they really did was prevent the Phantom from getting that sheet music right. that said <laughs> Ace Decade on it. Right. And everybody kept calling out a song. It wasn't a song. It was eight notes. I felt that they should have caught the Ace Decade thing way earlier. Yeah, because he wrote, everybody's like, oh, here are these eight notes that this dude wrote on a piece of paper real shakily. This is a song. Everybody, I didn't do the math, actually. I just said eight. That's six plus three. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought they mentioned it. It's nine, nine. Nine. Decade and, uh, yeah. Ace. Ace. Uh, But they kept calling it a song. But they really just prevented him from getting the music until (laughs) finally uh, Scooby fell on him in some tape and he was wrapped up. So they didn't really do any investigating. Right. Right. I I know. Uh, Right. I'm going to come down no on this That's true. One. Okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, there wasn't much investigation yeah. on this one. All right. Yeah. They caught him by accident, and then they pulled his mask off. And then they were his like- His kiss mask. Yeah, his kiss mask. And then they were like, okay, it said Ace Decade. It's like, well, didn't you know that already? Yeah, like, you should. That could have happened two hours ago. Like Velma or Thelma or whatever. Yeah, Velma. She, like, she had it right there. I was like, it was already written on the page. <laughs> they also all play piano and all read music. I loved that little right, detail. I know. That was fun. <laughs> Hopefully there's another episode where they're like, no, I can't play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> but you just did. No. <laughs> uh, well, right on, dude. Uh, do you have Do you have anything coming up? Um, shows, coming? Uh, shows coming up. Um, I'm not entirely sure when this is getting released. Uh, no, I'm actually I am actually uh, skipping town. I'm going to be in Michigan for a few uh, like three months. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm actually pursuing uh, corporate comedy, so oh. I'm, I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to perform for like rotaries and community organizations out there. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then uh, hopefully some businesses hire me for some stuff. You Heck know? yeah, yeah. Do those do those take their sweet, money. Sweet corporate gigs. Yeah. Hey, Allen and HR, everybody, yeah. right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I did. I did uh, for uh, road. 
Rotary for Cape Elizabeth Lions Club. Oh yeah. And the at the beginning, like the guy who um, booked me said that, uh, hey, here's a list of characters from our Rotary Club. So sure. like, you know, if you could just say this stuff about them, and right. so at the that's how I opened up. <laughs> and there was one like where there was a little bit of a like people. Some people laughed, some people didn't, and I was just like. If you don't like any of these, Benson force-fed these to me last night over email. <laughs> also, yeah. Also, nobody laughs that one. Well, I guess nobody likes Rick in accounting. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, right that, on. Went, that went well. Yeah. Do you are you online? People find you Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Cool. I, I I literally use Facebook just because uh, all gigs. these yeah yeah because they just they, uh, a lot of these hosts around town they'll just be like you know yeah just hit me up on Facebook but I don't have it on my phone or anything like that I don't like doing that and so I always use it on a laptop and mm-hmm. uh, and and I'm like you know I we can exchange cell phone numbers and they're just like yeah Facebook <laughs> like <laughs> you have a cell phone I do I'm gonna send you a letter <laughs> right <laughs> like God damn it like can, can you <laughs> This is easier if we can communicate. <laughs> I'm gonna snail mail you. I know. <laughs> Please reimburse me for the 45 cents for the stamp. <laughs> you still have a you still have a flip phone, right? No, I have a smartphone. Oh, you you sweat. You came over to the dark side. Hell yeah, I love it. I love having. A you had phone. a flip phone for a while, didn't you? I did. Yeah, for years. Yeah, I was a big flip phone guy. How, how recently did you get that smartphone? Oh, I've been I've been smartphone for a few years now, but I was against it. I was very against. I'm. I had a very pretentious phase, uh, and I was very anti-Facebook. I was one of those people who, when talking about Twitter, was like, well, what do people need to know what I uh, ate for lunch? <laughs> right, it's right, like, right, okay, right. well, that's not what Twitter's used for. That's not, right. <laughs> like, I, Twitter's some not people do use that. Twitter for that, and great. I'm I'm very thrilled that Kate Beckinsale had a salad. Uh, right. But, you know, it, I was insufferable for a while about that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I, I, I switched <laughs> to iPhone few years ago yeah oh okay okay but it's great i mean i love having yeah i had to it's the mapping the mapping in the calendar the mapping the email and the calendar stuff it's like kind of secondary for me but like the google maps oh my god makes it so much easier yeah absolutely especially when i'm you know like it's 10 minutes before a podcast that i uh, schedule (laughs) and i'm like shit i gotta punch this in because i didn't look it up yet (laughs) do you uh so your google maps over ways what you don't do ways what the heck is that, man? It's another one of those. Uh, That's a. Th- it's a thing called Waze. Waze. W a z e. It's another. Uh, uh, it's like no, Google never Maps. Used, I've or never seen Waze. Apple Maps. Waze. Uh, thing that I haven't checked out that apparently you can do is you can do your own voice for the directions. Mm-hmm. So you and you can like send them to friends as like a thing. So you could do like you know if you do a great Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Send your friend like a Hulk Hogan like turn right, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I People get will come that. up with everything, man. Hell oh yeah, they God. will. Yeah, sooner or later, right before the species goes right into a trash fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to it. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, Al, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Of course. Thank you for the invite. Marvelous. Uh, and as always, to the victor goes the spoils of war. <laughs> What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.